0: Welcome
1: to Your Lot and Parcel Podcast with your host, Benjamin Diaz, designed strictly for you, the consumer. You will find that this platform has your best interests at heart.
0: Thank you for joining our show today. This is Benjamin Diaz, your host No matter where you and I live, we are subject to unexpected disasters. Our guest today speaks to how we can mitigate sudden catastrophe. She is a Chartered Property Casualty Underwriter and the Director of Strategic Communications for the Insurance Information Institute. Let's welcome Janet Reese. Janet, thank you for being in our show, uh, taking time to visit with us, and uh, I really appreciate uh, what you folks are doing, and that's uh, information uh, based on the insurance industry. Would you be, um, uh, would give some, speak to the, to the point of um, what the objective of your organization is all about, Janet?
1: Thanks, Ben. Um, it's so nice to be here with you this afternoon. Um, I represent the Insurance Information Institute. We're a nonprofit insurance trade association for property and casualty insurance uh, we are supported by the insurance industry and our main goal is to help the public understand insurance what it does and how it works
0: there you go good I think it's a, it's a wonderful service because uh, there's there's many many things that a uh, You know, that uh, a buyer of a home may want to know, um, I mean, they're all caught up in buying the home and sometimes the insurance is not looked at as closely as really they should. So let me ask you this, uh, as far as a consumer, what are some of the insurance mistakes we want to avoid, Janet?
1: Well, it's really important when you're insuring a home to insure it for its real estate, not to insure it for its real estate value but rather for the cost of rebuilding so when you look at your home cost to rebuild it's going to be what the actual amount of money a contractor materials uh, etc at the time you rebuild it and uh, the real estate value can be more or less depending on what the market is like so it's it's super important to know what it would cost to rebuild your home. A good way to do that is to check in every year or two with local contractors. Just get an estimate of, you know, generally what are what are people spending per square foot, and then you think about your particular home. Do I have a lot of expensive amenities? Right, I on it countertops or any special features and then add on for that. Um, so that's not the place you want to go cheap because if your home were to burn down or be blown apart by a hurricane or flooded, you want to re- be able to rebuild the home exactly as it was. Good.
0: Very good, uh, I appreciate uh, some great points. How can uh, deductibles affect the cost, uh, Janet? So
1: when you pick your deductible, it's a good way to save money. Uh, you might raise your deductible, like say if you had a $500 deductible to a thousand, or maybe you're at a thousand and you could really afford 2,000. You know, it's important that you can afford what the deductible will be, but you could save up to twenty-five percent on your premiums by uh, raising your deductible a little bit higher.
0: That's a good uh, good idea. You know, it's uh, yeah, you'd have to budget that in. You want to make sure you do have uh, able to cover the deductible if there is a an incident. Uh, How do you uh, how do you select an insurance company, Uh, and even as to whether they're solvent?
1: Well, the important thing is to not select an insurance company by price alone. Uh, Choose a company with competitive prices, but be sure that your insurer that you do choose is financially sound, and there's a few ways to do that. Uh, Financially sound and good customer service. So you can look on some of the rating sites and you can also look at your Department of Insurance site for your state. So if I'm in California, I would go to the California Department of Insurance site and I can look up sure that's uh, part of the landscape of the state of California. I can find out if they're financially sound and I can find out if they have complaints.
0: There you go. Good. I uh, I like that. Uh, yeah, do your research, and uh, and you'll be uh, in case of something uh, down the road happens. Some sometimes you do need in flood insurance is another um, policy that lenders re- require. Um, what can you tell us about flood insurance? Uh,
1: well, Jen? flood insurance is not part of your standard homeowners insurance, mm-hmm. and that's very important to understand. Uh, neither is earthquake. So. If you live in a floodplain, and those are designated by the National Flood Insurance Program, and you can look all that up on a computer, or you can check with your the realtor, they'll usually be aware as well. Um, if you're in a floodplain, then probably your mortgage company companies require you to buy flood insurance. You're not in a floodplain that's designated, you still may want to have flood insurance because 25% of the floods happen in non designated floodplains. Uh, so they're moderate risk, and for that reason, the insurance is quite a bit less expensive. But great right to be able to repair your home after a flood for sure.
0: Yes. Um I know I've come across uh, elevation certifications that can mitigate uh, flood uh, the flood cost. On that, uh, how does that work?
1: Uh, usually, um, the uh, specific instructions will be a certain uh, height that mm. you need to have the home raised to. Um, and if you're buying a home outright, you know you may not want to buy a home that isn't at the right height already. So that's something to ask your realtor or check on the NFIP uh, website on the map to find out before you purchase the home. Uh, But The less expensive flood insurance rates are generally when you have raised your home to whatever specific uh, there are for that particular.
0: Yes. Okay. Very good. Cause I know, I know, you know, growing up, I, I grew up on in a farm and uh, oh yeah, I, I, we'd lived in a floodplain area. We'd get the runoff uh, from the Hills mountains, uh, particularly Mount Whitney, uh, which is the highest peak in all the 48 contiguous states, you know, so lots comes off of there. And I remember, uh, boy, I remember the vineyards being flooded, uh, uh, the, the farms, uh, open ground and so forth. So, Lots of things to consider when you're looking to buy or purchase a home. How about community rates? Is, would that help if you move into a community where everybody's cooperating?
1: Um, you know, communities um, have a lot of uh, mitigation efforts going on. Um, I see that a lot in the wildfire-prone areas yeah. and the hurricane-prone areas. Um, So when communities get involved in a wildfire area, there's a program called the Firewise USA program. It's by the National Fire Protection Association, an FPA out of Boston. And it's an excellent program to bring the community together um, to make sure that areas are cleared and people have made improvements on their homes, etc. Um, mm-hmm. Those community programs are super important for any homeowner uh, who faces a specific risk like wildfire and um, they really offer you a lot of helpful tips mm-hmm. and, um, that could impact your rates in a positive way um, it's very important to discuss this with your insurance company and find out what they offer um, on the discount and as far as any rates for uh, mitigation work. Uh, hurricane areas, there's a program called Fortified Homes. Yeah. And this is by the Insurance Business Institute for Business and Home Safety, I- Yes as in boy, H as in Henry S, I-B-H-S.
0: We mm-hmm.
1: have a lot of great information on their website, which is ibhs.org. And they're also supported by the insurance industry to do research on yes. and um, how you can build your home safer. So they have a lot of wildfire information, a lot of hurricane information, yeah. et cetera.
0: We're visiting with Janet Reese, the Director of Strategic Communications for the Insurance Information Institute, and she is sharing information on how we can protect our family and home from sudden disasters. Okay, very good. You know, Um, how about this? Consolidating uh, your coverage on to just to one insurer, such as your auto and will would that mitigate your cost?
1: Uh, that can definitely help you save money. Um, you you know if you've been with one insurer yes. quite a while, and we call it bundling. You bundle your policies. Mm-hmm. You can get um, a discount for that. You can get discounts for having been with an insurance company for a long time and not having a lot of claims. Yes. There's many ways like that to save money on your insurance. Um, and I think uh, people in, make it simpler. They call the same agent and talk to the same claims people when they do that. So it, it can be uh, very helpful in many ways.
0: Yeah, so it's good to know. Um, course, um, maybe a a listener may be uh, tuned in and say, well, you know, I I rent, I I don't need any any insurance. Would that be a valid statement?
1: No, it's exactly the opposite. Um, We find that renters who go through any type of catastrophe or even a fire in their apartment building are always happy to have insurance because For one, you're going to replace all your items, um, everything that you own, and your landlord has no obligation to replace anything that you own. You're also going to have the opportunity to go somewhere else while the apartment building is rebuilt or repaired, and it gives you liability insurance. renter's insurance is one of the cheapest insurance policies you can buy. It's often a couple hundred bucks a year. Mm -hmm. A lot of people spend way more than that at Starbucks. Um, (laughs) That's for sure. Great policy. And if you buy renter's insurance from the same company that you have your auto insurance with, Mm -hmm. uh, which most people do have auto insurance, uh, then it's going to be even cheaper. So you get uh, a, lot of, a lot of benefit, a lot of value for renters.
0: There you go. Very good. That's, uh, so it, it does apply no matter, uh, no matter to protect your, your belongings and, and, of course, first and foremost, uh, your family. So um, no matter where we live, uh, uh, Janet, you know, we are predisposed to certain disasters because of inclement weather or what have you. What safety or uh, matters uh, or or practical things that we can do to to protect our family and home? Such you did touch on hurricanes. Um, Right now, it is the hurricane season. What does it run from June to the end of November, particularly in the East Coast? Uh, Is there anything you might want to add a little more on that?
1: Sure, I think it's important, uh, no matter what the disaster you face is, uh, to have an evacuation plan, mm-hmm. so that you and your family are prepared and have thought about, you know, if, if some of us are at school and some are at work, where are we gonna meet? Um, cell phone coverage often goes out during catastrophes, so we're very dependent on cell phones but you may not have that luxury. So if you've at least talked about somewhere that you could all meet, then everybody has that same plan. Um, Also, you may have other family members in a different area that would be able to uh, contact each other for you. So an evacuation plan is very important uh, for any catastrophe. And then for hurricanes, uh, you know, there's a lot of things you can do to your home to make it much safer. Um, be sure to uh, follow all those guidelines and evacuate early, don't wait. Um, and goes for tornadoes, wildfires, earthquakes, uh, you know, be sure to have the right insurance um, again, we talked about floods, but we didn't talk about earthquake, and those are all not part of your standard homeowners insurance
0: very good you know it's uh, well, it's just a matter you know of weighing the risk factor um concerning flood um I'm thinking of uh, New Orleans back in two thousand five when we had that hurricane Katrina um yeah, maybe some may not know that uh, New Orleans is six feet below sea level, I and mean, it's almost surrounded by water. You know, it's a beautiful city. Uh, however, you got to weigh the risk factor. So there's different well, things. It's gotta...
1: important to have yes. hurricane and flood insurance if you live in an area that's uh, predisposed
0: to both. Yes, very good. Um, <clears throat> Wildfires, you know me. I I enjoy uh, hiking, uh, Janet, with a backpack out in the woods, and and, uh, and it's uh and I sometimes think, well, wouldn't it be nice to build your home right here, uh, in among the the woods? You know, it'd be so pi- picturesque, that uh, sort of thing, and so pleasant. But that comes with uh with uh some does uh, <laughs> some risk as well, doesn't it? Uh, In fact, um, what can you tell us about how we can protect our homes, uh, with those homes that find themselves within the wooded areas, Uh, Janet?
1: Well, the building materials are key. If you use the proper building materials, then you're gonna be resistant to fire. Uh, The other thing is what surrounds your home. So we have three different zones. The first zone is the one to five feet from your home. Mm-hmm. Make sure that's clear. There's no branches on your roof. You're you're not using mulch. You know, you want to use stone, et cetera. Um, then, you know, we advise people clear out to 30 or 100 feet, depending on their lot size of brush and those type of um, flammable, Mm. Uh, types of landscaping doesn't mean you can't have any trees or have any uh, beauty but you just need to pay attention to what burns and what doesn't because some trees mm. are much more resistant to fire than others so okay. this information is available and uh, very important to pay attention to
0: yes very good i um, i um. I believe it's, what What do they refer to? A defensive area, I believe it's what that's called. 30 to a, whatever the size of your lot might be. Yes. And um, I know you live in California and, and and so happens, so do I. Earthquakes, of course, we're susceptible to earthquakes. Um, every once in a while, you know, we get choked up a little bit. But um, those tectonic plates, you know, they keep rubbing each other. Um, you say that's a, an entirely different policy from... Hazard insurance, is that correct?
1: Yes, uh, you need to buy earthquake insurance if you want to be insured for an earthquake. In yes. California, we have the California Earthquake Authority as, mm-hmm. well as some other um, companies that can write earthquake insurance specifically. Yes, and You usually have a higher deductible. There's also a lot of uh, mitigation you can do to your home, especially if you have an older home. Brace and bolt the foundation of uh, these things will make a huge difference in the event of an earthquake.
0: Very good. Um, and of course, uh, I understand that uh, in California, there's the capital of uh, the city, <laughs> the capital of the US for tsunamis and that's Crescent City, I understand. Uh, yeah, you know, I did some research on that, Janet. I believe since 1933, there's been 31 tsunamis, and I, I believe it's because of the. Uh, it indicated because of the uh, west coast uh, topography, it tends to um, curve inland. Therefore, it encourages the water in that particular area, and there's Crescent City. And I I work a
1: lot with the Southern California Earthquake Center and they have a wonderful program uh, to help people prepare for earthquakes and tsunami Mm -hmm. Uh, and they give out a lot of really good information. They have tsunami preparedness week every year and this is not just a California program but they are located in California um, but they put out a lot of great information on on how to prepare for a tsunami and what to look out for. And they do s- drills. Uh, so those uh, cities like Crescent City, they all do drills every year. And uh, they have a lot of warning signs out for people who are visiting so that they know to go to higher land if a tsunami
0: is yeah. Yes, I think the 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 largest uh, tsunami was back in 1964, and to this day, uh, uh, some of the uh, shop owners they they've left the uh, the water line near the roof line. They can see. Uh, I guess it's, that's what turning lemonade, uh lemonade into a, from from a lemon. You know, I guess it's a tourist attraction. <laughs> they see they see how far the water came up to, but um, really good information. There's lots out there to to educate yourself and. Uh, to give thought uh, and talk about where you're going to move, and and sometimes even pray about it. <laughs> by the looks of it, <laughs> but, well, it's, uh, well,
1: it's important to know yes. when you're buying a home. Um, yes, what your risks are, and think about it ahead of time. And one common mistake is people are excited about buying a home. Right, and they don't check on what the risks might be, and they. If they check in with an insurance company early in the process, then they can find out. They're not going to be surprised that maybe their insurance is going to be more expensive because of a particular catastrophe that they're going to. Very good. Other realtors can help quite a bit, too, by people understand it and not waiting till you know, the week you're closing and then find out that your insurance is going to be really expensive because you're in a wildfire area or a flood zone, etc.
0: Very good. I know on your uh, on the website there, uh, Insurance Information Institute, you have where you can download uh, information. Uh, are there any flyers available? Yes, the- we
1: have oh. a lot of articles and yes. tips for potential homeowners and renters, and business owners. And uh-huh. the site is. Very easy. It's i i i dot and mm-hmm. Great tips. Great um, information on auto, home, business insurance.
0: Very good. Very good. So it's uh, you know it's a uh, it's a serious uh, discussion we're having. Yet uh, you know it goes along with the the purchasing of a home. So there's lots of thought to give there. You know, Janet, I sure appreciate the time you spent with us. I, I really do. And, uh, and I want to encourage you to keep up the good work uh, with, uh, with the Insurance Information Institute. And again, thank you very much for being with us.
1: Thank you, Ben. It was a pleasure to be with you today.
0: Hey, listeners, if you have a specific topic you want to discuss that is germane to the real estate industry, drop me a note at yourlotandparcel.com. And now, if you will excuse me. This program has been produced by
1: Isaac Diaz with music by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in this podcast are
0: opinions only and should not be relied on. For more information, please visit the website yourlotandparcel.com.